This is This Week Above the Fold, your new weekly source of e-commerce news in seven minutes or less covered by leaders in the digital commerce industry. Today is December 7th. I'm Emma Irwin. I have Patrick Miller, co-president at Essential Digital Commerce here with me. So for story number one, we saw the biggest Cyber 5 event ever. Can you tell me about overall ad performance in the U.S.? As that's what we have the finalized data on. So when we look holistically at Cyber 5, you know, as as Amazon publicly said, it's the biggest ever. What does that actually mean? It actually looks like it's overperforming what we expected, especially when we include within looking at it holistically across Q4 to include the P's event. So P's ended up pulling forward demand. Amazon still had a very strong Cyber 5, especially in the U.S. Now, if I go over and look at Europe, it's much softer. That's where it's a bit concerning, you know, as we look to the end of the year. But Cyber 5 did exceeded my expectations, and it tended to be the brands that did best were those that coupled advertising with promotions in a high inflationary period. Customers are looking for not discoverability of items, but also a great value. And so that combination of deals plus ads was the winning combination across Cyber 5. Moving on to story number two, which is the introduction that we have of AWS for advertising and marketing, which also includes the launch of AWS clean rooms from Amazon. Can you briefly describe what this is for me? It's a really fun press release to read, and it focused on you know five major announcements, digital customer experience, ad platforms, ad intelligent and measurement, privacy enhanced data collaboration, and audience and customer data management. And I want to focus today on on the clean room. This will go live in a couple of weeks. And what Amazon is promising is that brands and publishers can spin up a clean room in a matter of minutes, leveraging AWS. This has the potential to be transformative to the industry. Increasingly, brands and publishers, they want to solve for reach and frequency across various platforms, while also being extremely mindful of privacy. And so what these clean rooms allow brands and and publishers to do is to be able to sort of join their data at a uh, privacy first approach, keeps their data separate and partitioned while allowing folks to look across various publishers to measure the efficacy of different publishers, different creatives and different campaigns. And so this is helpful because it's really tough for brands to like build out this infrastructure on their own, correct? Well, even harder for publishers. And so to me, what this is most interesting is, you know, sort of like the brands have started to use AMC over the last year. They've, they've started to develop, you know, sort of the skill sets there. And now all of a sudden, all these other publishers can then leverage Amazon's scalable technology via AWS to offer a very similar solution. That then allows publishers to then get higher yield because they can then, you know, tie it back to uh, deterministic outcomes, you know, as, as well as, you know, probabilistic ones. And then that then helps Amazon and their advertising business via the network effect that now you have a much better control of reach and frequency, even in a post-ATT, post-cookie world. And going into story number three, there was this article published recently, which was a perspective piece talking about how shopping on Amazon has gotten worse and basically everything is an ad. You're deep in this industry. What is this perspective missing in your opinion? So I think this story, lots of reporters have written this story in very different ways using very limited data sets and allowing opinion and fact to be commingled in these articles. If the article was the ad load of Amazon has increased, that would be a factual statement. We can look at the percentage of organic traffic versus paid traffic over the last couple of years, and, and we can see that absolutely the proportion has shifted 
and that the ad load is increasing. We see this especially in markets um, that are less profitable, where Amazon will increase the ad load in order to drive more profitability for that market. Now, as a customer, though, the advertising solves a critical problem that Amazon has long had, which is the cold start problem. And so if you have a new ASIN, how do you teach the machine how to sell? How do you drive discoverability? You know, and advertising actually allows you to do that, which you never could before. And so I think sort of conflating the two separate issues of discoverability, cold start, and ad load is, is in certain ways a false argument. Additionally, if I read those articles, it fails to acknowledge, and, and I think Jason Del Rey at Rico did a, a much better job in, in his article here, of acknowledging how does traditional retail work and talking about slotting fees and end cap fees and, and sort of, you know, everything that is, you know, you know, paid for within physical retail. Amazon just happens to have an auction. Uh, they may be a bit better at math. And so it's a different approach, but to sort of take a dogmatic approach that it is advertising, ergo it's bad, to me is uh, simplistic and reductive. And how should brands kind of be thinking about this clash or meshing, depending on how you think about it, of that advertising and consumer experience? Like, what can brands get out of these articles that are published over and over again? To me, it is thinking about total cost to serve of a retailer and then what is then the value of that investment, both on that retailer and off that retailer. One of the things I'm most excited about is Amazon's panel, where we can start to see if a customer sees or interacts with an ad on Amazon from a probabilistic perspective, what do they then go do offline? And so you can start to get much, much better at measuring, you know, just how well these investments are working. And to me, that's the bar, becomes the bar across the entire industry. It also then pulls back to sort of why is Amazon launching the clean rooms? Why are they then exposing that technology and allowing any, you know, any publisher, and I would bet any retailer to leverage that technology? Because they want to get to the source of truth of how well the investment actually works. If they do that, brands will know better. They'll shift their dollars to what works best. And those that work best will have a very good outcome for their business. Last one. Of these three stories, what is the most interesting one in your opinion? Oh, they're all interesting. I think the clean rooms are the most interesting and that Amazon is launching this within underneath the AWS banner and not Amazon advertising. And it signals sort of, you know, how increasingly their advertising business is a technology play more so than anything else. And it's something that they're very willing to let other publishers uh, and I would bet other retailers leverage. And so uh, to me, if I, if I look at sort of where the puck is going, this is the most interesting. And that's it for this week's e-commerce news. Tune in next week for three more headlines we think belong above the fold, digested for you by our essential digital commerce experts. I'm Emma Irwin, Senior Editor and Specialist at Essential. See you next week. 